execution, real talk. Living right, the execution, real walk. And stay cool, stay cool, cause it's hot outside. And get your body out line and chalk. I'm glad you mentioned that last point, he, <clears throat> about just physically being able to try to foster a relationship. And that kind of leads me to my next kind of question for both of you guys. Outside of the traditional um, meetup, if you will, about on Sundays or whatever the schedule coordinated time, have you guys been able to create an environment outside of that to kind of continue to foster a relationship? Yeah, man. I, I think um, you know, and I, 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 you know, I echo what what E was saying, man. I think we we have had to, uh, and so we we leverage you know all of the technology that that is available, right? So we continue to do small groups. We continue to do you know some of our you know like our kids. You know, we have a kids kids ministry kids team. You know, and so they they have their own Zoom with the kids. You know, on Sunday mornings. You know, so so we're we're trying to leverage technology, but. Um, and and again, I think there's some incredible value in in the the separating of the leaks and the tears, if you will. So there's a you know there was a whole bunch of you know a whole bunch of people that was together that you kind of assume we all we all in this together. But this season has revealed you know that everybody's not really committed to that you know goo. Everybody's not interested in looking to build community. Some cats just like to check off the you know to to check off on the list. Oh, I went to church you know this week, so I'm straight. You know what I mean? And not really looking to be in the life of other people, man. And um, you know so. So I think that has, that has, you know, that has exposed some things for us, but yeah, we have leverage. We, you know, I'm kind of zoomed out, man. I'm zooming for work. I'm zooming <laughs> in meetings, you know, we do zooms for different small groups, man. And, uh, you know, so it, it's, it's kind of challenging, man. And so again, we're trying to, you know, one of the things that we're trying to do this last quarter of the year is kind of send our people internally. Right. So we're telling families that you be the small group, you sit around the table with your families, with those that are in your house, you know, for the, for, you know, as we go through the holiday season and invest there, you know, invest there. And then we'll see you virtually, you know, on the weekends, you know, we, we, we come in, we do an hour, you know, we have some worship and, you know, we're doing it, you know, for me. So remember I said, we're a multi-site. So my, my church is completely virtual in the sense that I record, I recorded my message for the weekend yesterday. So I recorded the message and um, my sister and her husband do praise and worship from their house. They record it, you know, they send it to me. We put it together and we put it live, you know, on Sunday. So we're not together. My father, who is who is the pastor of our main church and, and you know, they actually go in the building early Sunday morning. He um, and the worship team. So it's about 15 people and the tech folk, they go in the building and they actually record live on Sunday morning, the worship and the word. And, um, you know, and then they air it because he has normally has a couple of services on Sunday. So then they just re air that. <coughs> Excuse me that service so that's kind of the way we, we've been navigating it but we've still tried to build some community um using technology yeah good stuff um yeah and and what and like pastor chris said actually man um some of the things that we what the pandemic has forced uh families to do in terms of adjustments and not meeting um in the in in the churches or, or in the building uh, in terms of them spending time with their family, leading their family. We've actually been preaching that for just quite some time. I mean, it's, it's just now that uh, people are seeing that they're forced to really do it. 
Uh, but we've always been preaching, hey, man, you, you're, you're the pastor of your home. Disciple your family. Disciple your children. Lead them. Uh, you know, guide them. And, you know, now you, what you're seeing is just people are having a hard time because it was, a, ah, okay, that sounds like, that sounds like good stuff, man. All right, that, I, I hear you. But now it's like, okay, now that the doors have been closed, <laughs> all right, you know, if you were doing it when you know, prior to the pandemic, then you'll be fine doing it now. So um, we've still been able to, to do small groups and things of that nature, um, reach out to the people. Uh, I think what has happened is there have been more, uh, actually, I think the in our church particularly, they've connected more. They've, the relationship building is happening even more now because people are reaching out, um, reaching out more. And it's not just, okay, we'll see each other. I know we'll see each other on Sunday. I know we'll see each other on Wednesday Bible study. It's like, no, we don't see each other. I miss y'all. How you doing? Hey, let me call you. How you doing? And then instead of you seeing them with not really uh, when even though you're in their presence, you're not really spending time with them, talking to them. Now you're actually calling them, talking to them for an hour, which is a greater, you know, it's a greater impact because it's more personal time versus you seeing them um, in the building for two hours, sitting in a seat. So right. we've seen things like that, you know. Way so, more intentionality in building relationships. Yep. In this season. Yep. Yeah. For so sure. Those are definitely. Uh, tremendous uh testimonies brother and you know one of the things that you both highlighted that i just want to definitely accentuate for for the listener you know for those of you, you know who listen to this show you you know how much we really emphasize the 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 fact that husbands and and fathers um should be leaders in their home you know i, I remember hearing a quote from Vody barkham years ago about how he he's you know and I'm and I'm going to paraphrase cuz I don't memorize anybody's sermons but he uh he uh, made a statement to the point uh the 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 point of of the the statement was when he talks to men and he would ask them about things of the scripture and things like that just you know basic content of the faith and you know he's like too many men would respond to him man I ain't no preacher what you asking me all that for and he said, in, in, in what other aspect of life could someone be involved in something for 10, 20, 25 years? And you ask them basic tenets of it, and they have no, they have no answer for you. He's like, you go into any aspect. Of, if you are in IT for 25 years, and I say, hey, do you know what an operating system is? Operating system, man, I ain't know. I, you'd be like, bro, you've been in IT for 25 years. You don't know what that is? And so, you know, that I think too, too, for too many of us, particularly men, that is the testimony. That is the testimony that I cannot lead my family. I cannot disciple my family. And so I'm dependent upon another person to do that. And so I, I, I love what you guys have highlighted here that I think the, the pandemic has done that for a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. hey, listen. COVID is just forcing you to do stuff that you really should have been doing for years, bro. Like you, you, you know, I, I tell, I I tell people all the time, you know, I've, I have loved, you know, my pastors in the past and I've loved my father and the Lord. And I'll tell people all the time, like, yeah, but I got a wife at home. Like 
I have kids at home. Like I love them and they have wives at home and they have kids at home. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like they can't be thinking about me. I, you know, I, I have to think about me. I have. So even when women, married women will call me and ask me questions like about the word. And I'll say, have you asked your husband that question? Right. Well, no, I was calling you because I was like, hold time out. Call your husband. Ask your husband what his thoughts are. And if you don't have an answer, he that will provoke him to maturity. That will provoke him to seek, you know, seek these things out and provide you an answer. Then you and him come back to me together and, and let's go through that. But let's start there. And so I think that COVID has kind of provoked us into a it's an uncomfortable space. Definitely. Because and this is where I think it it sort of spills over and I'd love to get you guys thoughts on this. I think this is where it spills over into cultural habits. Cause you know, y'all see y'all, y'all don't know, you know, I I told y'all I got history with these brothers and see Chris used to get on me about that (laughs) traditional stuff. And now listen to him years ago. He was like, yo man, Marty, all you, you got hate on this, all this tradition, bro. And I'm like, hey, man, now I, I'll, I'll admit because I didn't grow up a past this kid. I don't have that baggage. So, you know, I understand. See, but now he's coming on to my side. See, y'all don't understand. He, he's on the Lord's side now. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but, um, no, hey, but. Shots now, huh? uh, oh, no, no, no. No, see, if, 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 if I. No, that's if fine, I'm, I'm not that kind of guy that, that keeps a record of wrongs. You know, I, I don't keep a record of wrongs, brother. You know, Corinthians. <laughs> Tell me not to do that, <laughs> but um, no. But I would just love to 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 get your thoughts because the the way people view church and view pastors and view church leaders, I think a lot of it is cultural. You know, because when when we look at it, the the way people engage and do those things is not necessarily biblical. It's just more of a cultural habit that people have had because this is how my grandmama went to church and this is how they did it and so on and so forth. And now here we are in COVID and we realize. Oh shoot! Like, yeah, a lot of this we wasn't really. We we probably shouldn't have been doing a lot of this stuff. So, how have you guys seen in in your own personal experience, and then some of the people that you are you know having to interact with, kind of maneuvering through those cultural norms that are being changed, you know, now in in the era of of COVID. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to jump at it since you, uh, since you, <laughs> you, you let it out to me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and like I said, man, I'm a fourth generation, you know, PK, right? So I've, I've seen it, and I do agree, you know, as I've grown in the Lord, I've gone to seminary, I've worked in ministry, um, and I've, and, and, you know, so what, what you guys may not know is in 2014, I was, um, the church that I pastor now, originally, it was a church that I went to to fill the pulpit. I went there just oh, to I fill the pulpit that. for a month because they were without a pastor. It was an Anglo context. It was a, you know, it's a church that was, you know, majority um, uh, Anglo folks. And so me and my family were the only people of color in the room. And I, my responsibility was to preach the gospel, right? So I got up to preach. And remember, I come from a historically um, uh, African-American church tradition, a call and response preaching tradition that AJ hates, you know what I mean? (laughs) That, you know, that was that, that, you know, that, that is a part of my culture and my DNA. So I was then forced into or immersed into a culture that was completely other um, to a people who would just look at me and I wasn't sure if they could hear what I was saying. And so the Lord used that season to wreck, to kind of shape me in a new way to recognize some things are, in fact, as AJ said, cultural, they're not necessarily biblical. At the same time,
time I want to push back and say everything that's cultural isn't demonic, right? So just because it's cultural and not necessarily biblical doesn't mean we need to throw it away. Now, it it can be preferential. In other words, some people could say, yeah, I don't prefer that kind of worship experience, but that doesn't mean we we should throw it out, throw the baby out with the bathwater. So now I said all that to say um, that the uh, that this season has revealed uh, some things that have become um, idols in our worship. Wow. And, and so, so, so the problem with, with cultural implications or cultural influence in our worship is that it can become an idol. And then I can't worship without that. And yep. what happens is those things become God and not God. And, you know, and so if the experience doesn't look like grandma and them's church, then I don't even believe we had good church yet. So I don't want to go to that church because it's boring or I don't want to do this because it don't look like, you know, and those things, when that thing, when those things happen, then we have an issue of idolatry and, and those things are counter, um, you know, to the gospel, man. So, so again, I, I think, this season has revealed some idols in our life. It has revealed some things that we have we have ascribed worth to. Um, it has challenged me as a pastor leader in the way that we present worship, because sometimes in the corporate gathering, we were so concerned about the presentation of worship. We were so concerned about, um, you know, what it looked like, what were the words on the screen, what was the feel in the room, uh, that we spent more time focusing on those things. Um, my, my wife called it the art of worship versus Versus yeah. the heart of worship, and so we have we had we had made really we had become really proficient at the art of worship, uh, but we had walked away in some ways the the heart of worship. So I think I think that we have to be careful that our culture doesn't become idols. This season has kind of revealed that to us, and some folks can't engage in. You know, I teach Bible study online, and it's about twenty five minutes, and it's no theatrics. Let's open yeah. the Bible to to First Peter chapter one, and we're gonna walk through the first eleven verses together, line by line, and. Some folk are like, I, that doesn't, that don't meet my need. That don't scratch my itch. That I didn't hear no music. Nobody was saying amen. And so if that's your, if that is your, your obstacle, um, then that was an idol for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so that was what's been revealed for us, man. Just for the Let's record, I don't, I don't, offering. just for the record, I don't, I don't hate everything. Let's collect the offering now, baby. I want to, I want to make sure that my listeners know I don't hate, I don't hate everything. I'm just messing with This I'm brother just, yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. have people, this brother gonna have people unsubscribing from my podcast, don't no, you? No, like this, but I'm just playing, I'm playing. Um, yeah. Listen, man, I believe, I believe in the orthodoxy of scripture. I believe in heaven, you know, and being intentional in my scholarship. But AJ, man, sometimes it get good to me in the preaching moment and sometimes my, my voice get a little get a little singy you know get yeah, a little came on it. sometimes i feel good when i hear the musicians come behind me and, and push me you know mm-hmm. so i don't i don't you know I, that's what i mean in the sense of no, I, you know, i'm playing that, with you bro yeah 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 i know you know yeah i know i know, you know. I, know. I, want, I want your listeners to know that's oh, what I'm saying. oh okay okay I, you know, I, want, okay I want them to understand i you know i'm not just saying into theatrics but some of that yeah. cultural stuff you know, I, I still hear my grandfather. I still got some cassette tapes of him in the storefront in North Philly, man. And uh, some of that stuff comes out in, in the moment. And it's not contrived. It's not a show. Right. No, for facts, some, facts, for some, facts. For yeah. Yeah. For some, right. For, for some, some, right. For some. Well, that, and, you know, and to, to your point, Chris, I mean, I, I think that is where, you know, when, when 1 Corinthians 3 talks about how things will be tried by fire. And so, if not for, for many people, when the, the thing is tried and it remains, then you know that it was pure. You know that it was pure gold. And right. so, no, right. for, for, for many, I do believe that those things were pure gold. But they're, you know, as you guys are sharing, you know, and, I can attest to for for also for many, 
that it was just the show. And so I, I think yeah. that what that's one of the things that COVID is actually exposing because for, for many of us, if there if there's COVID, right? But, all right, well, we're just going to pivot to the house and we'll see y'all when things open back up and we're going to keep it pushing. But right. for, for many that have things just completely fallen apart, you're like, bro, but what have you been doing for the last 10, 15 years? Everything right. fell apart? Like right. everything? <laughs> <laughs> you completely shipwrecked? You know Round what I'm zero. saying? Like you know, it's like one week. Yeah, I know, right? It's like we we done been out of service a week, and you already back out here gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's and you know, God uses stuff like this. You know, you've you've seen you know whether it's historically or in the scripture where the Lord will use things like this to really expose the hearts of people, and you realize, oh yeah, you know, this is where they were. And so now I just got to continue to to make that that separation you know, of of the profane, of the pure and the not pure and so on and so forth to, to really accentuate. Like when the Bible talks about all of creation groans for the the revealing of the sons of God. God, yeah. Well, how does God go about revealing those sons, you know, except through trials and tribulations? Fire. You know, <laughs> yeah. When fire comes forth and uh-huh. those that remain, well, God will elevate them. You say, well, how come, what about them? Well, bro, they, they have stood through the test. You know, it's, it's difficult. For those of you who listen, listen, it's difficult. Y'all can attest, it's difficult leading yeah. your families, you know, being an example to your wife and to your children and to those who know you intimately, especially because they know your flaws, right? right? For, you know, in, when you're in the church leader space, don't nobody know your flaws. So you can get up, you know, do your thing. And they don't know that you struggle with being places on time. They don't know that you struggle with your weight or you struggle with whatever you struggle with. They, they right, don't know, though, right. but, but the, the people that know, then you have to go and represent God to them. They're like, bro. Come on, what you talking about, man? I know you struggle with money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know whatever it is, <laughs> right? That <laughs> that's uh, like a, a a bigger hurdle to to overcome to continue to be a representation to the Lord. So I, I think that you know we got. I mean, I think that this is divinely orchestrated. You know, I, I, there have been a lot of you know prophets p r p r o f i t talking about oh the Holy Spirit is going to re- remove Corona by November the first, and you're like, all right, man, whatever. Whatever, God sent this joint because this right. joint is, is meant to separate and yeah, to elevate, you know. Mm-hmm. Hear me, see, I'm still using my preacher terms. You got to separate I, and elevate, I, amen. Oh, <laughs> Come on, get the organ. <laughs> get that organ ready. <laughs> so with with that, as we you know sort of come around third base, man, I, I, again, I do really appreciate you guys. I, Goo, did, did you have any other questions, man? You have you had another question before we kind of... Um. I just want to make a comment and then I'll ask my last kind of, it's a smaller question. It should be pretty easy. Uh, but I like what you said though, Amadi, with just respect to um, all the things that kind of uh, accumulate and culminate, you know, uh, a believer's walk with respect to, you know, it takes being refined in these kind of circumstances to produce that pur- pure and precious um, gold, if you will, and being able to kind of put on display, you know, the things that it actually cost. And I, uh, the scripture that comes to mind is the scripture talking about, you know, nobody is worthy of the kingdom. If you look back, you know, looking back and still moving forward, if you will. And so it's, you know, it's, it's what 
it costs that gets you to the point that you are and the level of maturity that's put on display mm -hmm. uh, for others. Um, and then leading into my, uh, the question I asked, I was going to ask was about just like, you know, have you guys noticed the needs of your congregation change since the, the culmination of the things that is going on in the world? Uh, yeah, real quick, man. I think the, the needs have, I don't, I believe they were always the needs, but they were exposed in this season. And that is kind of what we've been talking about. Real personal devotion to the things of the Lord, spiritual disciplines uh, of the people, um, you know, in the community, man. I feel like those people have, you know, I didn't realize the that folks were just kind of going through the motions uh, right. until you, until you send them home and say, Hey man, you know, we're, we're going to study through first Peter, man. I want you to spend time with your family in, in first Peter. And, uh, and they're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know how to begin this process i'm like man but you you've been teaching sunday school you've been in the <laughs> building all <laughs> what do you mean you can't you can't walk with your wife and you know you can't so i think what's been what's been revealed to me is that we have to go back to the foundational things um, we have to revisit spiritual disciplines we have to encourage um discipleship in 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 one's own family um you know a lot of the things that we've been talking about i think that's been the real need. And, you know, and then, you know, carnally, you know, or physically, you know, we've, you know, our, our community struggled financially, man. And so, you know, so we've, we've had to, you know, we've had to ramp up, you know, um, food pantry and, and, and try to ramp up pointing people to, you know, um, to, to resources in our community and, and recognizing that that's really a part of the community, right? right so that's right. the Acts Two Church that we mm -hmm. together, you know, we bear one another's burdens, right? We 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 become this this repository of resources for the people of God, um, you know. So uh, those things have been, you know, have been laid bare during this season for us. Yeah, and I, um, that's good stuff, Pastor Chris. Uh, also, uh, want to let the people know: not only have we been dealing with the challenges of the pandemic, but the other things that have been happening in 2020, right? So that's affected a lot of things with the police brutality, these protests, uh, all sorts of movements. And so while you're still dealing with the pandemic, you also have we've been challenged with dealing with this as well. So, um, you know, just just the needs of our church have always been there, like Pastor Chris said. It's just that now what you're doing is you're kind of making us, you're doing an assessment of, uh, of the people in your congregation, kind of doing an assessment of things that uh, we were doing in the past, uh, things that um, where we can do things better, um, things that we can change. It, it's, it's been that sort of a thing for us. Um, and I think um, some, some people have left, you know, some people who were leaning heavily on the in-person services or this is what my pastor should be doing. He should be calling me every week uh, or every day checking on me. And he has it. So I'm going to, we've had a few of those. And it's oh like, man. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm, I'm done. You know, my pastor was my rock. And, you know, what do you say when the pastor saying, look, man, I have, I got, I have responsibilities too. Um, you know, I, you know, I have whatever may be going on, you know, because, you know, you pastoring or you're leading life still is going on with it with you. And so you still also, the people still expect you to be there for them. Um, sometimes you got to hit the pause button and say, hey, look, I, I have ABC going on right now. I have to address this. And some people aren't willing to take that. Um, and so it's been that sort of adjustment as well, issues that we've dealt with. 
And I just want to add it. It also has revealed to, for me, some of the, the, the lack of a good solid accountability uh, that, that I've had as leaders, because people just assume you're good because you're doing all of these things. Um, but you know, this season for me, man, it's been challenging. It's been stressful. Um, you know, I got school age kids, you know, my wife is a therapist, you know what I mean? So she has sessions, you know, four days a week, you know, and so, but my kids are home because the schools are closed. The schools will be closed from March. It was, they closed in March of 19. We just got noticed that they won't open up before March of this year, of, of next year. So, you know, so so we're trying to balance all of those things, man. I'm a full-time, you know, employee for the USDA. So I got responsibilities that I have to tend to. And uh, and then there are people who literally are like, you know, Pastor, you didn't call me. And I'm like, uh, um, well, I, I love you, you know, I, you know I, but I didn't call you when we were in church you know what i mean you just took the benefit of the fact that we would you would see me on sunday as this uh my past is there and engaging but i don't want to be your god you know what i mean i don't want you to look at us in leadership as like man that's that is who i i need to touch no and if that's what you got then that that shows me that i've dropped the ball in some ways and then like for my father man i'm you know he's an old school pastor he got a pastor's heart he wants to be all things to all people you know what i mean but my pop is 65 you know what i mean i'm like dude you're in that demographic that's at high risk dude right, so right, you right. can't go you know what i mean so he laughs at me now he's like man the, the roles have reversed now you're my father and i'm like yeah well, I, I'm like, I need you to stay home. You know what I mean? Like, I need you to stay home. You know, I don't need you to do that. You know, so um, so it's been it's been a lot of those things have been kind of revealed in this season, man. That's a blessing to 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 really hear. You know what you guys are sharing because you know I'm I must admit, and you know I've y'all y'all know I've 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 kind of poked a little bit of fun at these guys all all show, but definitely that many of the the struggles, which is why I wanted to have this discussion because many of the the struggles that you guys have shared um, as as um, church leaders, listen. People, you know, those of us, quote unquote, who aren't even in institutional church anymore have been walking through those same kinds of struggles. Many of the people that, you know, had what were coming to a lot of the meetings that I was hosting, them jokers are gone, you know. And so I and and not only that, I shared I was on a, a Zoom call last week because, you know, I, I we do some of the same things, doing some Zoom calls for for fellowship. And I was telling people that. They, they, we still have brothers and sisters and you know even as an encouragement to to you you know both of you guys you know I was telling most of the people who were on this call don't necessarily go to institutional churches either and I said hey listen you know they are there's a there is a a tendency for people who don't necessarily attend an institutional church to sort of look down their nose at people who do and say well I've I've gotten to a place where I'm this and I'm that, and that's perfectly fine. But I was sharing with them, I said, but you know, those are still our brothers and sisters. And there is only one kingdom of God. There there aren't like these small kingdoms somewhere. You know, God is only creating one kingdom. He is only coming back for one bride and so on and so forth. You know, insert, you know, insert your spiritual cliche. Um, but the the point is, is that there is only one, you know, Corinthians talks about there's only one faith, one God and one father, one faith. And I had to really admonish them. Hey, I'm not going to fight with my brothers and sisters again over these cultural practices, because for some people, those those cultural practices are gold. Now, I think God himself will 
sort of what he, which is what he's doing now. I think God will reveal the people who have just been, you know, doing this for show. God will do that. I don't have to try to go in and, and find you and become some kind of sin manager. God will do that. I will let my heavenly father handle that. What I need to do is is to continue to uh, be available to my brothers and to my sisters. And, you know, when they need me, I am available. And so I just thank you, you know, thank y'all both for, for sharing that because I, I believe it, it's true. Um, whether you go to a church or whether you don't go to a church, that the faithfulness required from God is still the same. You know, the faithfulness to one another, the, the faithfulness to your families, the faithfulness to God is is that that requirement has has not changed and so um definitely um thank you guys for for just sharing so goo any any final thoughts before we jump off here man no you you kind of gave it a really good summary Monty. i don't know how to (laughs) (laughs) but i I definitely will say that i appreciate both of you guys hearts and sharing on what's going on within your respective fellowships i appreciate your transparency and just how similar and the challenging that you guys are going through and the flexibility that you all have shown through this kind of uh, crisis, if you will. So, Well, Chris, any, um, if you want to let the people know how they may be able to reach out to you on socials or, you know, connect with you on or offline, how, how can the people do that? Absolutely, man. I'm on all of the socials at CJ Bettner, at CJ Bettner, B-E-T-N-E-R. And I got a website. Uh, it's faithfulgrind.com, faithfulgrind.com. Uh, Faithful Grind is a discipleship initiative that uh, the Lord gave me uh, a few years ago. Um, and I actually did my doctoral work uh, around that theme, a, a discipleship approach um, that you leverages, interestingly enough, leverages technology for transient populations, man. So you can go to faithfulgrind.com and get some more information about that. I also got some some merch there, some sweatshirts and, and hats and things. Hey. So, you know, it's certainly available for anybody who's interested. Uh, but I, I thank you guys, man. Thank you for your heart and for your, your faithfulness and your consistency, man. Like AJ said, you know, 20 years, man, you know, know we we've known each other man and i i've i've known you guys to be uh some some men of great character and i just i'm honored to to have this conversation with you and i you know and i'm just grateful for for this privilege man i know i speak for e as well man thank you so much man and so e you want to just you know where as we close out here man you just want to let the people know how they can connect with you um, and reach out with you if anybody in the dc area wants to you know connect with you man on a on a more uh intimate level yeah, man, like I said earlier, uh, when I grow up, I want to be like uh, AJ and Pastor Chris, man. So I'm, right now, I'm just a babe. So you just go to my church website, <laughs> Redeemer Love Outreach Center, or RLOCBC.org, or Facebook, um, uh, Redeemer Love Outreach Center, Washington, D.C. Uh, and then I'm just Emmanuel Fels. I'm on Facebook. I, got, I have an Instagram account, but I don't use it. That's it, man. Man, well, listen, brothers, thank you so much for coming on, everybody. I, I hope that everyone has been, you know, enriched and encouraged. You know, reach out to one another, connect with one another. If you know some people in particular, because, you know, recently on my heart, there's been people who are not married and people who don't have families, who live alone. 
um, in in the era of COVID, you know, stop stop waiting for, you know, someone who is a leader to to do things that God may be placing on your heart. You know, for those of you who read the scripture and understand it, the scriptures say that these graces, pastor, apostle, prophet, teacher, they are for the maturing of the saints. And so if there are things that God is putting on your heart to do, reach out to someone, you be active and do it, be active and do it, you know, and leaders can continue to remain there to keep you accountable, but that does not negate the thing in which God has put on your heart to do. So be active in this time. Don't allow COVID to restrict you. COVID should be able to make you more active. All right. So we do thank you all for listening. Um, we appreciate you again. Reach out to us at divemedia.co um, or this is Dive Media on all social media platforms. This is Dive Media. Um, and as you guys know, again, we advance our father's kingdom one house at a time. So for Goo and Emmanuel and Chris, this is Amadi saying bye bye. I left the institution real talk. Living right the execution real walk. And stay cool, stay cool, cause it's hot outside. And get your body outlined and chalk. I left the institution real talk. Living right the execution real walk. Stay cool, stay cool, cause it's hot outside.